Welcome to Sustain This, a podcast where we discuss mindful consumption, personal style, and the quest for living a more intentional life. I'm Alyssa, a sustainable stylist. And I'm Christina, a shopaholic turned minimalist-ish. And I'm Sina, a color consultant and slow fashion style coach. Together, we will unpack the nuances of what it really means to be a conscious consumer and find more joy in what we have right now. So grab your tea, your coffee, or whatever floats your boat and join us in the conversation. Let's go. Yay. <laughs> Hello, welcome back. We are chatting today about a topic that I think has been sort of ubiquitous in the slow fashion space for a while, but really took off uh, with thanks to a very cool New York stylist called Alison Bornstein. She really dove into the three-word method. However, I know Amy Smilovic at Tibby uses this as well. And I know Sina and I have mentioned this before in our videos about trying to sort of develop and identify three key words to describe your style. Um, this is a really great concept. I think it's a fantastic jumping off point, especially if you find yourself getting, you know, if you've always been very attracted to trends and, you know, Sina talks a lot about style identity. Um, and I know Christina, like you've developed a really great signature style. So it's kind of, if you, you know, if, if you are trying to hone your, your personal style or your style identity, identifying and, and, living and shopping and dressing your three words can be a really cool exercise and a fantastic jumping off point. So, uh, so yes, we have already spoken about the three words on this podcast before, uh, as my wonderful co-host <laughs> reminded me. <laughs> so if you want to get more into this topic or just get like the intro, uh, we talk more about that in episode 13. And today we're going to talk specifically around how to shop with your three words in mind. Um, Sina, I know you work a lot with style identity and sort of, I've seen, I think you've mentioned it before where you kind of have your core words and then you have some sort of secondary words. So can you tell us about your method for, yeah. for style identity and how those three words can come into play and how you would shop for that? Usually what I like to do, yeah, like you say, I, I usually, like most people will have like one style persona in their wardrobes that will be more dominant. Uh, and I think that's regardless of you use the, the three word method or if you use any other, like that's also why I think it's really important to talk about like why wardrobe basics will look different for everyone because the most dominant like style within your wardrobe will usually be like your specific basic pieces at least that's that's what I experience with a lot of my clients like the the pieces you have most of the pieces that you feel most com confident and comfortable in that that's like your core pieces and that's going to be your basics and they can look really different for for everyone so I have like this very stereotypical basic um core style persona within my own wardrobe so I like wearing like sweaters t-shirts jeans like these really casual laid-back kind of pieces and that's like the biggest part of my wardrobe and then I have some secondaries so that could be like I often talk about edgy like a sort of more like a rebellious uh part of myself where you know I reach for my like worn out boots and like uh 
raw hemlines and graphic t-shirts and washed down like material stuff like that biker jackets um and then another one could be classic so i also like wearing classic blazers i love classic button buttoned up uh, shirts stuff like that so um i think it's it's about figuring out how much space each of these style personas take up within your wardrobe and then find out which one is the 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 core one like what which one of these are the most dominant one and which ones would be the secondary ones what that was that your cat yes i'm so sorry (laughs) he he didn't uh, touch the wires luckily (laughs) Like that, he got a little kiss um, before you put him. Yeah, so to me, it's like figuring out like which one is going to be like the leading role within your wardrobe, like the the dominant style persona, and then the other one will be more secondary. Um, and I feel like the this way of structuring it, um, j- it just makes it easier for you to figure out where to place your focus, especially like of course when you're curating your wardrobe, but also when you're shopping. So let's say you're someone who, I always use this example, I feel like, but it's such a good example. Like let's say your dominant style persona is casual and you get a new job where you need to dress more formally. Um, either that's not even a part of your, like one of your secondary style words, or maybe it's a really like small part of your wardrobe, then you know, okay, well, maybe I need to put more focus on that for my next few purchases. So it just, it, it kind of allows you to figure out like, um where to place focus especially in like shopping situations like just having the building blocks that laid out so that you can see exactly what kind of style words you have present in your wardrobe and where to place your focus really um yeah that's that's pretty much how i hope it made sense <laughs> i feel like i always need a bit of a visual thing to like show it with but i hopefully it makes sense Totally. So when you're shopping, do you look for a piece that embodies all three of your style words together? Or are you looking for one, maybe Mm. one or two? Like, how do you gauge it? I feel like sometimes you have pieces that are kind of like merged in between or like a mix between. Like for me, uh, casual and edgy can kind of definitely have like crossovers, like a pair of jeans could be in both of those. But then a plain pair of jeans could be more casual because they're more simple and then more edgy if they have a raw hemline or a busted knee or something like that. So sometimes you see like pieces that are kind of like a crossover. So I feel like it can be hard to like always like separate them. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, usually I like to, you know, I, I do like to separate them. Yeah. So I definitely feel like I do. I can place focus on either one of these. Uh, sometimes I'll buy something because I'm drawn to it. Like this, this season, for example, or earlier this year, I bought a pair of like just plain ballet flats, which I think is definitely mergeable with the more classic side of me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I wasn't in need of like another classic piece because I have a shift in my lifestyle or anything. It was just because I liked them and I saw mm-hmm. them as a suitable piece with the rest of my wardrobe. So I feel like you don't necessarily always have to, mm-hmm. but I feel like where it can be re- really helpful is like giving you direction, especially if you have like a shift in your life or like specific requirements for dressing in a work situation or whatever it might be I feel like that's where it's it's really helpful but I don't think you always have to you know lay it out like that um yeah yeah. but it just helps you like for me I know because 
again, casual is like the dominant style persona. I know that, okay, I need to be careful not buying into too many classic pieces. Like if that ends up taking over the majority of my wardrobe, it will kind of distort things and it will make it harder for me maybe mm. to get dressed because then it feels almost too dressy or like, you know, it just it just gives you direction for the framework of your wardrobe, I think. What about you, Alyssa? Um, how I use them to shop. Can you share your three style words? Oh, yeah. Mine are classic, minimal, and undone. Uh... And so, I, oh yeah, I'm just saying, so yeah. we know, like we've talked about how to use those style words when you're getting dressed and like creating mm. an outfit. So when you're shopping for a piece, um, for you, do you feel like it needs to embody all those pieces or like maybe all those words I mean, or maybe one or two, um, like how do you use your three words mm. as a beacon, I guess, when you're shopping? That's such a good question. Mm. Um, usually the, it's like always one of my like questions that I ask myself before purchasing a piece. I usually find if I'm attracted to something that I just assume that it's got, it embodies either one or all three of those. Mm. Usually with the exception of undone, like I see undone as more of a styling technique um right. yeah uh and then like also silhouette but if i'm shopping i think it's more i'll use them as a as like a gatekeeper like if i'm on the fence about a piece then i'll be like okay wait let's go back to the three words let's see mm-hmm. um that that's probably how i use them the most cuz the way I use them is more like a, like a cocktail. Like I change up the ratio. So I don't necessarily, they're not so hard and fast. Like if a piece doesn't specifically Mm -hmm. embody each of them or one of them. Um, So yeah, it's more, it's more the, the gatekeeper. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think that's interesting. I find, yeah, I would agree with both of you. I feel like for me, it needs to embody at least two of the three words and for me I I consider myself like I would describe my style as kind of the way Amy Smilovic talks about it like chill modern classic and my modifier would be edgy so I like you know I love like moto jackets and like strong shoulders and um, more oversized relaxed fits and but I still lean into classics like your button down your your denim jeans uh, blazers things like that Um, so for me, I kind of use it as a guideline in the sense of like, let's say I'm looking at a pair of jeans. Well, for me, they need to be a little bit relaxed. So if I put on a pair of jeans and they are like super skin tight to my body and like, you know, really tight and uncomfortable, then to me, they don't have the sort of chill or relaxation to them. So even though they might be classic and maybe, you know, skinny jeans are coming back in style or something. And so they might be even modern in a sense. Um, but I don't, I don't, I wouldn't buy those because 
they don't have that chill and relaxation that I like to feel in my clothes, whether that be through fit or silhouette, but mostly fit for me, I would say like things just have to have a bit of like a chill relaxation to them. So that's kind of how I would gauge using the the style words or like if I'm looking at a button down, if it's like super tailored and fitted and tight and like cinches in my waist and looks really like corporate and professional, that doesn't, of course that might be classic. Um, but again, it's like, it's a little bit too stuffy and the fit doesn't really match the way I want to feel in my clothes and the way I would describe my style. So that's again, something that I would leave behind. So I think that's kind of like an amalgamation of what you guys also do in the sense of like, of course, a piece can be casual, but does it have, I feel like it needs at least two. Mm. I feel like for me, at least to be a contender as something that comes into my wardrobe. Mm. Yeah. I also like using it as, or the three words as like a way to, I, to, to truly identify gaps. I've noticed I've been doing that. Like, for example, if I'm putting outfits together or I'm like having trouble putting an outfit together and it's like why is that like most recently I realized I was putting outfits together and I was like gosh everything I'm wearing has like structure and no give and like I know I undone is is a big styling piece but it also has a lot to do with Christina like you were saying like that relaxed fit that relaxed silhouette so I remember thinking like look if I add anything new in my closet I would like to prioritize the sense of undone. So that's also like the gate. That's where the gatekeeper kind of comes in again when you're shopping. It's like, wait a minute, I'm looking at a blazer, but I literally just told myself I already have a lot of structure. I already have a lot of the classic and minimal. Is this undone or is it enough undone that it will actually add to the clothes that I already have? Yeah. No. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. So like what's different kind of- about this piece? Otherwise you're just adding the same the same yes. theme over and over mm-hmm. again. And that's mm-hmm. what I feel like it feels really repetitive. Yeah. Yeah. I think most yeah, people exactly. have like pieces like that. They just feel like I feel drawn to stripes, like everything that has like a horizontal stripe. Yeah. Like I used <laughs> to have so many striped t-shirt, t-shirts in my wardrobe because it was just like one of those pieces that I would always just automatically get drawn to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love has, both of your oh, perspectives there. No, sorry. Yeah. No, I was going to ask if if either of you have experienced a time recently when you have been shopping or when you have been wanting to add something to your wardrobe and your your three words either stopped you from making a purchase that maybe you would have regretted. Like has that ha- have you have you seen like been aware of that happening? I know cuz we just spoke about buyer's remorse, so I'm wondering if that's mm. if that helped or if you've noticed it. I feel like for me, like I, I, and I mentioned this a lot, I feel like I'm repeating myself on my platforms. Like I struggle so much with summer styling. I feel like summer styling is very like, at least for many people, and also some of the things that we see in the shops, like that time of year is like very vibrant and flower printed and very like bohemian, like, Mm -hmm. you know, it kind of like more bold and romantic and that's just so far from my personal style um so I feel like probably why I sometimes have trouble finding pieces I actually like in the summertime is because I feel like a lot of the things that we see and that's available that time of years because it's like so far away from my style words um and I know this so that's why I don't buy into it like I have tried in the past and I always get back to the same starting point like no this is just not working for me like I'm not a flower print 
girl like I need things to be a little bit more simple and um and sure like for special occasions I do like to nudge up like just a little bit of romantic but there always has to be like a piece of like some level of you know casual vibe to the outfit otherwise I won't feel like myself so I feel like yeah like especially in the summertime I feel like that's where perhaps my three words are helping me a lot but also making it a little bit hard for me to then actually find like the alternatives. Um, yeah. But you know, it's better than having to, better than having to buy a lot of things that you then will regret later. So yeah. 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 I think I used it this year. I don't know about consciously, but I think it's like, cause I think when you know your three words, I feel like they help you just define the feeling that you like to feel when you're getting mm. dressed. Mm. Like I always knew that I liked things to fit a little bit more relaxed and, you know, oversized. And I have always, you know, like known that I leaned into a little bit more edgy kind of style, for example. But it wasn't until you guys and Allison and Amy introduced the concept of the three words and defining it that I was able to like make that connection. But um I feel like I did use it this year when shopping for skirts um, because so I've recently added skirts and dresses into my wardrobe this year. And after just a long time of really feeling uncomfortable and unlike myself and just that they weren't for me, um, I've started to embrace it a little bit more in my style. But it was really a helpful way for me to sort of rule out what I knew just didn't feel like me, like, you know, Sina, you talked about like the bohemian skirts. So like the, the more, um, yeah, like the more boho style with like a lot of ruffles and a lot of layers or like even pleats, like a, a more like the accordion skirts and things like that. Like that to me, I just felt they could be chill, modern, classic maybe, but there's something about them that I just felt didn't mesh well with the rest of my clothes and my style and just didn't feel that way for me. Versus like I landed on just like a simple black satin maxi skirt um, and then I had it tailored so that it's like still a little bit long and slightly just like there's a sense of like relaxation but like sleekness to it that I felt really coupled well with my style and that even though it's a skirt that's like out of my comfort zone, it was a way for me to kind of narrow that down so that it still felt like me and now it's like a piece that weaves well and incorporates well into my wardrobe Mm. so definitely using those three words as like a vetting process and seeing how it weaves into your wardrobe um like it helps like it helped me sort of narrow down what to bring in but definitely helps you realize like what's not for you definitely Mm. I'm curious to know both of your thoughts on how maybe this is like on on how do we make it though so that our three words i mean it's good to have blinders on and be focused but do you foresee your three words uh like getting you into a style rut like how do you know when maybe it's time to update your three words how do you know when it's time to add a modifier like mm-hmm. do you do you think about that or am i just fatalistic with our style (laughs) I find I feel I get into a rut when I I think I I feel that mostly when I like lean too much into one 
word. Um, so mm. I felt like I did that at the beginning of my like minimalism and decluttering journey where I was really stuck on the fact that I just need to wear a basic cotton tee, my blazer and my jeans and I'll be done. But mm. I started to that's and um you know there was chill, there was classic, maybe not too much modern there, but I just like really leaned into basics. So not a lot of texture, just like a lot of cotton, a lot of denim, a lot of, uh, you know, wool blazers or whatever. And it just felt really flat after a while. So um, like it just felt maybe too casual or just too basic after a while for me. And like that's still my style uniform. That's still something that I lean into. But I feel like this year especially and even last year, I was able to lean into the other side of those words like by adding things like texture and like shoulder pad, like, you know, a little bit edgy tops with like shoulder pads and um, finding different fabrics like mohair and silks and like other things to sort of just like break that up a little bit. And it just helps me. And even though those pieces might still be basics, they, and classic basics, they add something a little bit different for me. So it doesn't feel so flat. Hmm. Yeah, I totally relate. Yeah. I think that very stereotypical capsule wardrobe look, um, that very stereotypical minimal look, um, yeah, that's probably where, yeah, I got bored too. Like the contrasting style words or the contrasting, like the secondary style words that you have, I feel like those are really important because essentially it means that you, like they're, they can help you like create more, I wouldn't say unique, but more personal looks and like you yeah. have more room to be playful than if you just have everything casual, for example. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Alyssa, what yeah. was your question again? I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> it was, you no, no. You know, I was trying to, I was like, wait, what was my question? It was just how do we make oh, yeah. it so that our three words don't become like a crutch and we kind of fall into uh, a style. Like a rut. Right? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I get that feedback from people sometimes when I talk about it on my mm. channel which I think is completely valid like isn't it like like why would you want to pigeonhole yourself like that and mm. I think that's why some people have a hard time committing to color analysis because they feel like it's a way to like pigeonhole yourself and then mm. you can never make any other decisions mm. and I think you know it's just a matter of like learning the rules and then taking it from there then you can more mindfully break the rules like from there if you want to like it's not about pigeonholing yourself for me it's it's simply a way to give myself more direction because I know otherwise like if I have everything available like if I have every possible choice that won't yeah. be ideal either so yeah mm -hmm. if you aim yeah. for nothing you'll hit it every time yeah yeah Ooh, <laughs> exactly. I, like that. I didn't make that up I've heard that before anyways I haven't heard that one. but yeah I, I agree that, yeah. it helps to it helps to um have some direction and also like if you have that direction and you don't like it then you know that you can change course mm. right and um, you know what to change I know that's probably easier said than done right but you yeah. know what to change like otherwise mm -hmm. it's like where where do mm -hmm. I even start yeah yeah I like adding the variant too, like the seasonal, like depending on the season, I think you can kind of give yourself, I know, Christina, you called like the modifier. Mm -hmm. So giving yourself that little leeway for the season. Um, and I think too, I think 
because I just I also think it's so important to like I just liked how you were talking, Christina, about getting out of your comfort zone with the skirts and the dresses and how you actually used the structure of the three words to get out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and and maybe be a bit more creative, but within, you know, within your three words. I think that's mm-hmm. where my question came from, because I think that's a really interesting concept. And I think it's really cool and like astute how how you did that. And I just think it's important to recognize so that we don't fall into this, like, these are my three words, I cannot deviate. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just, I think we have to keep in mind that that these three words are not, you know, they're just almost like the through line of your life, in a sense, and like your personality and who you are. And it's almost like just a way to bring you back to yourself, I think, mm-hmm. rather than seeing it as as these aesthetic rules. I think it's more like, Sina, you mentioned, like that identity work and just knowing who mm-hmm. you are. Yeah. I also think it's really interesting because a lot of us probably have the same three words or just like... Hmm. If you said it in another way, it's kind of the same thing. Like they're almost, it's like a thesaurus of words, Yes, yes. you know, um, mm. but all of our styles still look so different, different and we show up different. And like we even have the same basics in our wardrobe, all three of us. And even a lot of you guys watching or listening, um, but like we could all be wearing the same outfit and still look different. Mm-hmm. Based on, I think, how much we dial up or dial down those three words for us. So I think Mm. that is also just a really interesting kind of thing to note about it. Like maybe your style words are uh, minimal, classic, and undone, but it's going to look completely different on Alyssa versus me. So just because of how much we dial into a word or dial out of it. And I think that can help you when you're shopping too, because you can see a piece that maybe we'd both describe in the same way, but for you, it might not be this enough. And for me, that might be too much. So um, yeah, I just think it's a really helpful barometer to Mm -hmm. narrow down what's for you and like help you kind of just, it's like another filter. It's like a search term filter when you're shopping online, like sort by color but now you can like sort by style kind of thing. yeah so that could be yeah. cool it's just like a yeah yeah I just think it's another helpful tool to guide you to as you say Sina like filter out the noise and also narrow down the search mm. great well uh okay if you uh I, I know we probably already went through this for those of you watching and listening but don't uh, be shy pop your three words in the comments below um, I, I think, especially for people who are searching for their three words, it's kind of cool to see what other people are thinking of and you can kind of maybe get inspired. And don't forget to check out the podcast, rate us and subscribe if you're listening instead or if you prefer to listen. Thank you so much for being here. Ciao. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining in our conversation this week. If you're enjoying the show, we'd love it if you subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and Apple and leave us a rating and review. It's one of the best ways to support the Sustain This podcast at zero cost to you. 
We're also a community-led podcast, so if you have any questions for us, topic requests, or even guests you want to hear from, please send us a DM on Instagram at sustainthis underscore podcast. We read all of our comments and look forward to hearing from you. We hope you join us again next Tuesday, where we'll talk about so much more than clothes. Ciao!